0: DSM and non-standard relationships, power exchange and polyamory, sacred sexuality and fetishes, as well as simply fun kink. You'll find podcasts on these topics and more at eroticawakeningpodcast.com.
1: This week on Erotic Awakening, Master Lily Mam. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right
2: now. Come on, crowd. You guys are not following my hand (laughs) gestures. Let's try that again. When are we going to stop listening? Right Right now. now. Better. Okay, here we are in the Dallas, Texas, and we are actually in the middle of a dungeon. I will not name the dungeon for the anonymity of the dungeon for all concerned. Nor will I name these wonderful people that are sitting with us. I will not mention Butterscotch, our wonderful hostess with the mostest, And her, uh, Oh, wait. I said I wasn't going to do that. Right. She said you weren't <laughs> going to do that. We'll do that when we're back in, the in town. And they're right. not us. Okay. So um, today on the podcast, as I mentioned, sitting next to us is Master Lily Ma'am. Uh, when we were earlier today, we were doing a presentation called What's Love Got to Do With It?, and you know how we like to say, you know, put your hands up if you've been together for four years or six years or
0: eight years. And, Master Lily, ma'am, uh, what? when did you drop your hand? I, well, I dropped my hand at 24 years because it just seemed bizarre to have my hand up when everybody else's hand was so down. So long But term. 27 years was the longest long term, and that just ended recently.
2: And we'll talk to you in just a moment. Let's get the business out of the way real quick. Uh, what do we got on the way of business? That we're going to knock out. Do this we is going have to be anything? A
1: podcast. Oh, okay, so we do have um, a new subscriber to the list that we saw before we got to Dallas, which was Bella Zara from Ohio. So hi, Bella. They so, should have come to Bell. Texas. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. So we have been getting some people that have been liking us on Facebook. I'll have to grab them for the next one. Okay. So I've seen it. Just have not written down the names. Don't stop liking us on Facebook. Absolutely Facebook not. Because we forgot you this time around. So we will add you in. Hand me that that little thing and
2: we'll say our thing. All right. Hey, Dawn. Yes, sir? Did you know Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Smitten Smitten. Kitten. Smitten Kitten is your online resource. I pointed to somebody in the crowd. your (laughs) online resource and personal guide to all things sex-related. They offer over 3,000 unique products and have served the sex-positive community for over 10 years. What's your favorite sex-related product? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Get yeah. <laughs> well they've got that too. you'll find it all at smittenkittenonline.com use the coupon code DANANDON for a 20% discount
0: Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. Nice.
2: as it happens another person we're not going to mention that's in the audience tonight 705 who's been one of our long term <laughs> podcast listeners 705 are you in the audience
1: no sir not at all <laughs> there you go <laughs> Um, and you wanted to say something else. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. And they've even been heard about here in Dallas, Texas. I actually heard some of
2: you people said, hey, we're thinking about going to that COPE event. So
1: that's pretty cool. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly. huge three-day
2: hotel sellout event up in Columbus. <clears throat> Master Nico, I understand we did not get your consent <laughs> to have you on the podcast. I will not mention your name.
1: Excellent. Good. Let's cool. go
2: <laughs>
1: So let's continue with the podcast.
2: <laughs> so sitting with us today, Master Lily, ma'am, um, and when we were start- talking, we, Master Lily, ma'am, and I have had 19 conversation starts, and she said something great, and I said, wait, talk about that for a little bit, and we get, don't get to finish any of our conversations. So for the next 10 minutes or 15 minutes or so, we are going to learn all the secrets of Lily, ma'am.
0: Oh really? All my secrets? <laughs> I yes. don't think so.
2: <laughs> so to start with, and I will steal this from our friends at the People of Kink Podcast, which you can find at eroticawakeningpodcastnetwork.com. dot Somebody ring the bell for plug yourself. Ding 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 ding. ding, ding, ding. That's a great fucking bell there. <laughs> um, you, how did you get started? Apparently, your first you're, you were in a power exchange relationship twenty seven years ago. Yes. 20 well,
0: no, no, it just ended like when uh, two months ago. 1986. So how do things get started in 1986?
2: You were probably an early adopter to FetLife. Wait. There was oh, no FetLife back then. There was no
0: FetLife back then. Oh, no. then Yahoo Groups. Wait. There was no Yahoo Groups. How did you get started? How did I get started in that particular power exchange? I think I actually had a power exchange uh, relationship before that because uh, I had a, a gentleman who would follow me around. Holy that shit, evening. people. We have found <laughs> the old guard. I don't think so, no, because I, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, Trick question, I, I really like, I love leather, and I really love the tenants of leather, and even though I'm not gay, uh, I really, it really resonates with me, you know, so I really, I really love it. How did you get started? In leather? In, at all. At all. Okay, when I, when I was five years okay, old. let's <laughs> <pass>. <laughs> Let's fast
2: forward. How did you get involved in
0: the world of kink and or power exchange or leather? Alternative life. First I started online, which I found extremely unsatisfactory because you never can tell whether someone's actually obeying you or not if you're online with them. Um, And then uh, in 2002, I got involved. Well, in 1986, I got involved with the person I just released. And we began a DS relationship We didn't really know it was a DS relationship at that time, but I took her under my wing and taught her all sorts of stuff, and she obeyed me, and I thought, oh, this is really cool. I like this. Mm -hmm. And we moved forward from there, and people thought our relationship was really odd because we were not in a kink community. We were in a vanilla community, and they thought that was really very interesting, and they couldn't understand why we were doing that. And I didn't really know what kind of name to put to it. But I got online around 2000, and I found that unsatisfactory. So I got involved with the community in Austin. And I learned about um, a mentoring program, uh, and I became an apprentice. And I went through that. It was a year long. Mm-hmm. And then I um, I loved that. And I, so I became a mentor in that program a few years later.
2: So that's, that's where we're going to focus because it- is an area of great interest of mine. We've tried this in our home of Columbus a few times, this whole mentoring thing, and, mm-hmm. and it has not taken off. So what does being an apprentice mean? Does that mean, is it like an apprentice woodworker where you have to sh- clean up all the wood shavings?
0: No, it's where... Um, not have- even a blink from the
2: audience on that. <laughs> yes, in our BDS head, there's wood shavings too. Oh, yes,
0: absolutely. Oh, that'd be <laughs> kind of cool. Um, <laughs> you know, you can think by anything, right? Yes. Um, you have... People who who join and come in and they learn different things and then they have mentors each month assigned to them. What and kind I, of things I really are... enjoyed that. Is it like BDSM skills or how to top, how to... Well, first first of all, you learn how to understand yourself and what's important to you. Because uh, that's really important with a person who's going to be a dominant, is to learn what their motivations are and how to make those things happen. The um, particular mentoring program that I was involved with has a lot of different uh, ways that they help you to do that. Some seem kind of odd, like Mm -hmm. making a collage (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) about your how you envision your life. And people always say, "Oh, that's just really stupid." But after they do it and they stand up in front of the group and they explain what all these things mean, and then by the time the year is over. They're all going. Wow. Okay. That's that's pretty cool.
1: So kind like of yeah, like a vision
0: board. Yeah, kind of like a vision board, right? right. And nice, then they're assigned nice. a mentor uh, each month. One person is assigned a specific mentor. So there are a bunch of mentors. Uh, I teach a class about poly relationships. Okay. Which is something you're interested in, obviously. Uh, and I set up. Um, I give them a poly family for the month. Most mentors just meet with them and uh, for like four hours, maybe twice uh, and do that but I make them go with me all month long they have to take care of those submissive which are all me it's a role-play thing right um, and the ones who the, the apprentices who didn't get me and when they went through the mentoring program they say to me now oh my god I'm so glad I didn't have you <laughs> <laughs> because it was it was hard and uh, I really enjoyed doing that it's it's really fun when I became involved in it more significantly, then I didn't have time to do the actual one-on-one mentoring, but now I've stepped back from that because I'm writing a book, and I um, have started mentoring again this year. So I'm getting a big kick out of it.
2: So if I came to you to be mentored, what would be the what's the first thing I have to do? Do I have to give you money? No. Do I have to do a dance? Ooh, do you dance?
1: No. Actually, did you see us last night? (laughs) Yes, he
0: danced a little bit. Okay, yes, I saw you dancing (laughs) on the stage today, and that was kind of cool.
2: I won't guess anymore. What is the first thing I have to do?
0: The first, if you come to me, uh, not in the program, but individually and ask me if I will mentor you, uh, the first thing I do is I begin to meet with you and talk to you and find out about who you are and what motivates you and kind of what you want to accomplish in your life. And where you want to go as far as uh, BDSM or power exchange uh, is concerned. Um, And if you're not, if you're a dominant and you want to be mentored by me, I let you hang around with me a lot. Okay. In fact, I'm Mm -hmm. mentoring someone right now who uh, said, he told me, you know what, I've learned more about power exchange just hanging around with you and your family than I've learned the entire time I've been in the scene. And I thought, wow, really? And I think it's because um, I live it. Right. You know, you, you have see people, and it's valid to have a totally vanilla relationship during the week and go to kink parties if that's what excites you. you know? right. But uh, people say all the time, oh, I live it. And then you look at them and you think, really? Okay, but it's, it fills my soul. I mean. It's me 24 hours a day.
1: Okay. And I would imagine that you can't describe everything that you do because some of it's so I intrinsic can't. No, that's that true. if they're with you and actually seeing it, you wouldn't even think to bring up how you respond to something yeah. that's just so natural. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, like, uh, the way I interact with the people that I own um, is just how I do. And, and I don't really look at it from the outside, so it's not as apparent to me As it is to somebody who's watching me do it. Okay, Mm -hmm.
2: is the idea, and it sounds like so, it's a lot of learning by osmosis. Yeah, well, more so than
0: in his case, that's true because he works a lot. Uh huh. Yeah.
2: Do you? What do you? Do you? How do you feel about the uh, should tops or doms mentor submissives? I have
0: mentored submissives before. Okay. Uh, and, and I hear a lot of controversy about that. Oh, how can you mentor a submissive? Maybe you're just after them, you know. Right. But, um, in fact, a submissive came to me uh, about a year and a half ago and asked, said, oh, I'm having a real trouble finding a dominant, and I really am not sure why that is, and I really need somebody to help me with that. And so um, I mentored that person for a while, and I said, what we're going to do is I'm just going to treat you like you're mine, Mm-hmm. And then you're going to just do the things that, that I require of my people to do. And then I'm going to explain to you why you're doing this and what that motivation is. And But then that will teach you to be flexible so that when you have uh, your own master um, that you're going to be with, then you'll understand that he, that he or she is going to have their own rules and protocols. And so you have to be flexible enough to adapt to that. So I think when a when a dominant mentors a submissive, it's not that they're teaching them, even though I had her do my stuff, you're teaching them to obey and to really understand what the mindset is. You're not saying, okay, these are my rules and this is what you're gonna carry and then whoever you go with, then you've got you got to still follow my rules. No, no, you can't do that at all because that's just not reasonable. Mm-hmm. So, when a dominant says that they're going to mentor a submissive, if they have the right attitude about it and they're not teaching them, oh, this is my way and it's the only one true way, right. then I think it's very possible to, to mentor okay. someone. Because people have triggers, you know, that or things in their personality that are helping them to be unsuccessful. And so, sometimes those things have to be pointed out to them.
2: And can a lot of times I, that's I not successful.
0: Her? Can I mentor her? I don't know her, but... I, yeah, but you're she, a lily man. If you I say just yes, met, she has to, right? I just <laughs> met true. her yesterday, and we are becoming friends, and so Am I could to possibly her? say I'm that. I'm yeah. see, <laughs> if, if I saw Dan take on
1: a... Um, um, and I'm listening to what you're saying, but if I saw Dan take on a submissive in a mentoring, I would actually probably label it teaching. Yeah, teaching. Because men- yeah. mentoring, I see that... Me personally, as, mm-hmm. as a peer level, because if she's got an issue with something that's submissively wired, question sort of thing, mm-hmm. and he's wired master, he's not going to know how to you know say when i was in, in that point, position. You yeah, know? That's a very good point.
0: So, so, maybe so he would
1: send her to me because I could say,
0: you know, when I was in that position, this is how I was thinking and what I might want to look at. Well, you know, when I, and I'm going to, uh, I think I'm going to adopt that. So when oh, I was okay. teaching that submissive, Um, things I thought would be appropriate for her. I I also used uh, my slaves. I would say, why don't you have a conversation with uh, my slave about this, because she does this all the time, and Mm -hmm. so she followed her around. Of course, uh, she, my slave, is um, the alpha in our household, and so she takes those that come in new in our household, she takes them under her wing, and kind Of teaches them the stuff mm-hmm. I've taught her, right. yeah. But when it comes to emotional stuff, she's really good my slave is really good because she's had she uh, was studying psychology in, in college, yeah. and so she's really <laughs> sharp, uh, she's awesome. Yeah, I,
2: awesome. Dawn recently got her degree in <laughs> psychology. applied psychology. I don't know, half the time I give her an order now, and she says, and why do you think I want to do that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I need to
2: lay down on a couch. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, so. Oh, I know. That might be kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. Or <laughs> snoring, you know. Right. So, yeah.
2: from a BDSM perspective, now, if you don't mind me saying so, and we've established that you've been in the scene for quite a while now, you are not a member of the TNG crowd. Is that fair to no, say?
0: No, I'm not a member of the <laughs> TNG crowd.
2: Do you still find BDSM appealing just for the sake of BDSM? Or have you done it all and it's like, well, been there, done that?
0: No, I think my favorite thing is the uh, MS relationship. I mean, I really love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of controlling. I don't think I'm <laughs> domineering, but I, I do like that, that power. I, I'm exchange. reading the
2: face on your sleeve. I'm not uh, sure this <laughs> is
0: <all>. I should <laughs> lean back. But no, I love stuff. I, I'm a real big needle fan, I love to play with needles. And I love to play with Rose. Whoa, or... whoa, wait a minute! What the fuck was this thing with the six-inch needle? Was that oh, you? the six-inch six six needle. Inch six. Inch. Why was am me, I that next was to me. you? That was me. <laughs> well, you only do that with people who
2: want. You Tell them to the what rest. the six-inch needle thing is.
0: Uh, I'm fixing to do uh, uh, a joint class at an event called the Bash in Austin uh, this summer, and uh, the gentleman that I am uh, doing the presentation with uh, is going to. Ha- I'm going to stick a six-inch needle. Through both of his testicles. Oh. And then I'm going to take a syringe and put boiling hot water in it and then push oh. it through them. I hadn't
1: heard yeah. about the boiling mm-hmm. hot water part. Did oh, that was sort of a surprise. The- oh. I guess it's not going
0: to be a surprise now. But we might edit it that. It's a little harsh. No, we've done it before. We've played uh, before. Um, we only do that about once a year, because you know, because <laughs> it's once a year is enough. Yeah, it's kind of awesome. like having a baby;
1: you kind of gotta forget. <laughs> <laughs> somebody asked, "Do y'all
0: practice that a lot?" And I said, "Well, no, not a lot, because you don't want to do that sort of thing a lot." But it takes a lot of practice. The only other person who has done that to him, except for one person we mentored to do it and taught, um, was Midori. And uh, and so he watched me play for three or four years and then said, okay, I've watched you play. You're very calm, and you don't get you know overly excited when something happens, and I think that you'd be the perfect person to do this to me. And so we just started to progress from there. It took us about a year before I actually did it. I had to do some studying, and mm-hmm. we talked about it
2: a lot. In In our last minute or so, this is going to suck for me to ask you this question.
0: we a minute <laughs> left. What is your spiritual viewpoint of the world? Ooh, my spiritual viewpoint is the world. In a world.
2: minute.
0: I, I love my life, and I love the people in my life, and I view everybody that I meet as someone who potentially could be in my life. And so I just view the world as a happy place.
2: Could you have a relationship with a guy and not stick a needle in there? testicle? Absolutely. Yes. Sweet. Absolutely. <laughs> Dan moves a little closer.
0: <laughs>
2: Anything else, on? <laughs> I
0: can think of, sir. All right.
2: We can find uh, Master Lily Ma'am on Twitter. How would I find you on Twitter?
0: Uh, at Lily underscore Ma'am. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. I enjoyed it very bye, much. Bye, Dawn. Bye, Dan.
2: Bye, Texas.
1: Bye, Texas.
2: Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show and its educational branch, the Monkey Puzzle Club. Join us each month for the Fetish Foreplay Friday located at Club Princeton in Columbus, Ohio. This event provides new and engaging kink classes followed by BDSM-themed play party. Classes begin at 8 p.m. with the party immediately following. The Monkey Puzzle Club meets every Wednesday at The Room at Columbus Insight Center for Cutting Edge. Kink classes beginning at 8 p.m., immediately followed by hands-on guided practice sessions with members of the Guilty Pleasures and Monkey Puzzle crew. Follow us on Twitter at OH or search for the Monkey Puzzle Club and look for our Curious Monkey logo. You can follow both Guilty Pleasures and Monkey Puzzle Club on fetlife.com.